The Koi Gig Pod. I'm laughing because I was listening to a conversation that the City Girls were having and they were just going on about this throw-in. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's our weapon in the World Cup. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net. Yep, mark your card football all in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus. T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. Shane Hannan with you again here this week on Mark Your Card. Delighted to be joined by the Cove Ramblers manager as well, Shane Keegan. How are you keeping, Shane? The intro is a bit of a tongue twister, Shane, isn't it? It is a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got there. We got there. Um, listen, last Premier League weekend before the before the World Cup starts, mm. um, hard to believe that it's crept up on us, but uh, here we are. Uh, so plenty of plenty of decent games, I suppose, this weekend, Shane. There's uh, there's no mad standout fixtures, but we might uh, we might just start at the uh, the early game on Saturday uh, while we have it here in front of me. So Manchester City against Brentford is the half past twelve game. Is that the Eddie had? Brentford will be hoping to to cause the upset, but I mean, small scare for City last week against Fulham. But Erling Haaland came off the bench to save them. They should get a win in this one, Shane. You'd imagine. Yeah, I would think so. I was listening back to to your your lead in on this last week, obviously, and and, and guards reckoned it would be a, a handy City win, and it turned out to be anything but fair play to to Fulham for making it so difficult. But look, I'm probably going to do the same as he does, which is you know City at home against the. Uh, a mid-ranking team, you're always going to back them. It's very, very hard to see how they wouldn't come through that one. Uh, look, what was effectively their B team had a run out last night in the in the in the EFL Cup and and had a very nice win as well. So they had. So yeah, look, hard to see anything but a home win there, really, Shane. Yeah. So Betway.com has has Man City at one to seven and sixteen to one. As long as sixteen to one for a for a Brentford win in that game. Uh, so they're obviously going down the same uh, avenue. Bournemouth Everton, one of the three o'clock games on Saturday, you know, and and like it's sixteenth against seventeenth. It's one of these games that'll be but cagey because both of them will want the three points massively heading into the the World Cup break. But a uh, decent game in store. Yeah, there's probably it's a, you look at the league table at the moment, Shane, and and effectively there's nothing between eleventh and twentieth. It's absolutely mad, really. So it is. So there's kind of to me there's two six pointers this weekend in terms of that that relegation battle that'll go on probably between all those teams for the rest of the year. And and Bournemouth Everton is one of those two games. And to be honest with you. You know, I'd probably lean towards Everton, not out of any great um, confidence in Everton. I just think, to be honest, I know they're out above the relegation zone at the moment, but I think I think Bournemouth are the worst team in the division. Um, I think I think they'll end up bottom. I think they'll end up twentieth by the end of it. And uh, yeah, I think Everton probably have a little bit more um, about them, as I say, no great faith in them, but I think they're that bit better than than Bournemouth. I think they could squeeze the win there. Yeah, they're shading it on the odds here, Everton as well. Eight to five, Bournemouth are nine to five, and the draws eleven to five. So, one of these games that's uh, yeah, really, really difficult to call at this stage of the season. Um, Liverpool, Southampton. So Nathan Jones will be in the touchline for for the first time as the uh, the new Southampton manager in from from Luton. Bit of a topsy turvy year so far for Liverpool. Shane, we're looking at odds here of one to four for Liverpool and nine to one for Southampton. But uh, Jurgen Klopp will be desperate, desperate to get a win before the World Cup. He will, yeah. And look, obviously they had the they had a very good performance and, and the result against Spurs, even though they were maybe hanging on a bit towards the end. Um, but it was a very, very important result for them for them last weekend. It really was. Um yeah, is it going to be a turning point for them? 
yeah, look, I, I, I do think they'll win the game. I don't know if I'd have one to four faith in them, mm. <laughs> but I do I do think that they, they will win the game. Um, look, there's too much quality there for it not to eventually click. Now, they've given themselves a long road back um, to get themselves back into the into the sort of positions that they'd want. And obviously, Champions League, you know, position in the Champions League is an absolute must for them. Um, but I do, look, it was only a matter of time. The like players of, of the quality of, of, of Salah and that they can't stay going forever without regaining some level of form. And I, I think we saw last weekend that they have a bit of that form back. And I would be I would be very, very surprised if they don't manage to carry that through and wrap up heading into the heading into the uh into the break with it. Interesting one for me, Shane, will be whether Gavin Bazuna starts uh really yeah. fingers crossed now Nathan Jones sticks with him and gives him a go because it's been it's been tough and it certainly hasn't been all his fault the goals they've been conceding. So hopefully he'll be in the team sheet. Yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully Nathan Jones is a good manager for, for Gavin Bazuna. Certainly will keep an eye on that from from an Irish perspective. Um Nottingham Forest, Crystal Palace then like Forest bottom of the league looking in a bit of bother. Uh, but then you look at some of the results, they're able to get the odd result, like they beat Spurs, albeit in the in the Carabao Cup midweek, a draw at home to Brentford last weekend, uh, and then of course they had the, with the win against uh, Liverpool at home as well, uh, uh, Arsenal beating them handy 5-0 away, but when, when Forrester at home, Shane, you think, well, maybe they could get a result, but uh, bottom of the table doesn't bode well. No, it doesn't. But they, that is a game now where I'm looking and, you know, I'm, I'm looking to try and see, can I find any match where I would have a bit more confidence than the table would suggest in one team and a bit less confidence than the table would suggest in the other. And that's probably the one. If I was to pick one, I think Forest are a little bit better than their current league possession uh, suggests. I think they might make a decent fist of trying to get out of that bottom tree you know they have a bit about them that's me speaking now on a Thursday morning after they bet my beloved Spurs 2-0 mm-hmm. in, in the EFL Cup the night before and it was a that was a de- that was a strong Spurs team um, that Spurs had out last night so that that'll be a big confidence boost to, to Forrest um, whereas Palace on the other hand the position looks very good they'll be very very happy with where they are but from the bits I've seen at them and from looking at some of the numbers I think they've kind of been they've had an element of luck about them so far and uh Look, they've got a bit of a cushion, but I wouldn't write it off them getting sucked back in towards those teams yet. So I will, I don't know if I will I go quite as far as a Forest win. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll go Forest to beat Palace. Go for it. Uh, why not? Forest 21 to 10 uh, and Palace 11 to 8 for that game. So yeah, it, it is one of those. Tough to call, but home advantage for Forest. You never know. Uh, we'll get to your beloved Spurs next, Shane. Home to Leeds. Uh, so Leeds definitely coming into this on a real high, but... Antonio Conte will be will be fairly desperate. We're looking at uh, Spurs being slight favourites, thirteen to twenty, uh, more than slight favourites, I guess, and then uh, Leeds at fifteen to four. Um, bit of an interesting one, but possibly one of the games of the weekend. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, I think it will be. It's 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 very strange being a Tottenham fan at the moment because you're we're into the knockout stages of the Champions League and and we're sitting in Champions League positions in the league table, and yet. I wouldn't say everything is sunshine and, and light uh, at the club by any stretch of the imagination. As I say, beaten 2-0 last night by 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 Forrest as well. Um, beaten by Liverpool at the weekend. You know, the, the, the performances to watch have been, been quite poor. Um, if you have a look, actually, you know, Conte, he's really quite happy with the opposition having the ball a lot, which isn't going down too well with, with, with Tottenham fans. Just had a quick look at the numbers. Le- Leeds average more possession per game than Tottenham do. So Tottenham mm-hmm. are the home team here. I would expect Leeds to have more of the ball than Tottenham will, which is mad to think, really. And no, I can't see Tottenham getting the win, to be honest with you. I think, it, it, I think Leeds will certainly manage to get a, probably get a draw out of it, you know. Yeah, it's uh, we actually get a, a fifty euro charity bet when, on Betway.com each week for this slot. The week before last, I went for 
a draw with Brentford Wolves at 12 to 5, which came up. Last week went for uh, Brentford to beat Forest away at 6 to 4 and a 96th minute own goal to equalise for Forest. Took that away from me, but. Oh, um, horrible, horrible. A bit of a gutting one. But uh, this week's 50 euro charity bet, shamebetway.com. I'm going. It's only half to wind you up, but it leans, <laughs> leads to beat Spurs away at 15 to 4. <laughs> Now, yeah, I I, I wouldn't make a I wouldn't make a massive effort to talk you out of that one, to be honest with you, Shane. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those that you, like it's what leads shows up essentially, Shane, isn't it? This is this is the thing every week with Jesse Marsh's team. But I just feel like heading into the World Cup, one last hurrah together as a team. Same for Spurs, of course. But uh, the Leeds lads will be looking to get a bit of uh, momentum. Um, yeah, because you look you look at last weekend. I mean, to be honest with you, when I, I, I it was such a topsy turvy game, I think they were three one down at one stage. Yeah. And I was starting to think, I was thinking, is he is he going to is his job going to be in trouble again if they're beaten here by a team that, as I say, I thought is the wor- I think is the worst team in the division. And then they they go and win it in dramatic fashion, and everything is smiles again. So yeah, they probably will carry a bit of confidence into the game now. Yeah, for sure, it remains to be seen for that one. Another three o'clock game at the London Stadium on Saturday: West Ham against Leicester. Two teams. Massively underperforming, I think you could say, so far this season, Shane. Yeah, yeah, certainly so. Um, look, I think they'll both, I, I would imagine both will end up higher up the table than they, they currently stand at the moment, to be honest with you. Um, Leicester starting to find a, a bit of form, a couple of great goals uh, last weekend. Um, West Ham, I think, have been unfortunate, to be honest. I think they've been unfortunate. I think they're definitely better than their their, their league table position suggests at the moment. Again, some of their underlying numbers are are quite decent. Probably, probably the two sides whose whose underlying numbers suggest that they'll do a bit better than they currently show at the moment are Wolves and West Ham. Um, and I think I think West Ham have. A decent bit about him. I don't think Leicester are too bad either, but I I would favour West Ham to come out on on top of that one. I think Shane, yeah, yeah. Bookies, uh, Betway.com looking the same. West Ham evens, and uh, Leicester thirteen to five. They get a draw at five to two. So uh, that's kind of the, the swing of it. The home advantage, of course, in a lot of these games is so important. Um, I said Spurs leads be one of the games of the weekend. Half five on Saturday probably is the game of the weekend. It's in James's Park, Newcastle United, at home to Chelsea. Uh, this is a fascinating one, Shane. I mean. Newcastle in, in flying form, Graham Potter desperate to to get something, especially after the defeat to, to Arsenal last weekend. So uh should be a cracker. It should. It should be a right good game. Um Shane or Newcastle are, are brilliant to watch at the moment. They really, really are. Um, you know, they're they're fully deserving of, of, of their position in the league table. I think they're playing Super, super football. Um, I think you could argue that Kieran Trippier is arguably the most informed player in the Premier League at the moment. He's mm. he's been outstanding um defensively from an attacking point of view as well. Um top class. Obviously Almiron is on the run of a lifetime. I think it's is it seven and seven now, I think near enough Mad, there thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. Ch- chasing down the Jamie Vardy record at this <laughs> stage, is he? Um yeah, he's he's been top notch. I think the question mark, the big team news there is is going to be around Callum Wilson, isn't it? Because he is pivotal to them, and they look they look a really top class outfit when he's in the team as well. But there's there seems to be consistent question marks over whether he's going to play or not. I think he started last weekend and got taken off at half time. Mm. I know leading into that game, he had said something about feeling run down, or I don't think it was particularly an injury. I think it was run down or under the weather or something like that. So that'll be the big one. That if he's fit. Um, and available to do a full 90 minutes, I, I would favour Newcastle again. Chelsea, they're just a bit all over the place. I know it's kind of in Graham Potter's DNA to, to chop and change formation. He's quite a reactionary manager in that he'll he'll weigh up the opposition and decide what the best way to go about it is. And that did bring him a lot of success at Brighton. But 
when you're winning games, it, it looks great. When you're losing games, it looks like indecision and it looks like the, a team that are calling out for a bit more stability. Um, and even again last night, you know, they were they were all over the place. I was watching the game. He made a quadruple change halfway through the second half to try and get them back into it, but didn't get much of a reaction to that at the moment. And they're just struggling a little bit. And yeah, I, I, I think Newcastle could have too much for them Saturday evening. Yeah, it's a fair shout. And even judging by the odds, Newcastle are actually slight favourites for the game as well. 11-8 to eight and Chelsea 2-1 to one with a draw 23-10. to 10. So uh, we'll watch that one with interest at half five on Saturday. There is a later game even than the, the evening kickoff uh, on Saturday evening. 7.45, Wolves at home to the, the High Flyers, the table setters, Arsenal. Um, will Arsenal continue this, this fine form? It's hard to see them dropping off at the minute, Shane. Yeah, I think they will. I don't think they'll have it all their own way. As I said to you, I do think Wolves are, are a bit better than they suggest. The obvious problem at Wolves is they don't seem to have anybody to kick the ball into the back of the net, which <laughs> is an issue in football, all right? But the, the rest of their play um, is quite good. I think they are a decent side, but you know Arsenal looks so, so good. Uh, I wouldn't be reading too much into last night. It was very much a B team that they had out in last night's game. Um, look, they're just they're very exciting to watch. To be honest with you, it, it killed me to say it, but I, I did kind of think at the start of the season I thought to myself Arsenal could give this a right good go this year they've got so much young attacking talent and then the couple of signings that that Arteta made are you know absolutely incredible I've, I mentioned it before when we when we were in Europe with Dundalk and we came up against Arsenal at the time you know Arteta had all the signs of a man who was one or two results away from the bullet he really was it's hard to hard to believe that when you look at things now he's he's done an absolutely outstanding job he has them flying he really really does um Martinelli playing superb um yeah I, I think they'd have too much there Shane yeah and uh yeah they're 11 to 20 so uh certainly favorites for that game at Molyneux uh we've two games then finally on Sunday Shane so Brighton versus Villa is the first game up at uh, at two o'clock at the Amex, and we've live commentary of that one. Uh, Nathan and Vinnie Perth uh, for that one on on Sunday afternoon. Like I was at Villa Park last week for Unai Emery's first game, and serious serious atmosphere when you have a, a new manager coming in, and um, the players are playing for him straight away. First game in, they got that win against Manchester United, but uh, Brighton have also been having a great season. How do you see this one going, Shane? Yeah, I was just going to say, if it nailed the head there, Villa could have done with avoiding Brighton um, right yeah. now because obviously it was a, a great result. Did you manage to get your extra ticket? Did Myler the extra, ticket. extra ticket? David Myler came oh, through, Shano. Fair play to through. him. So, uh, fair play to him. Fantastic, Harry Maguire put one aside. <laughs> Good man. Straight to the top. Exactly. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I think Villa, yeah, look, it was a great result for them, as you say, a massive, massive difference straight away. Um, and I think they're going to look good over the next while, but I just think they're running into an even better side in in, in Brighton. Um, you know, t- you would have thought it was huge shoes for fit for for Brighton to try and fill in in losing Graham Potter, but the Zerbi's come in there and he's he's done a brilliant job from the off. He, he's turned a possession based team into an even more possession based team. It, it's unbelievable the, the way they're able to retain the ball. Had more 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 of the ball than Man City when they played him at the Etihad a couple of weeks ago, which is just sensational, really. Um, and I think they look really really good. I think he's doing a super job there, and I do think there'll be better things for Villa over the next few weeks. But I I think in this one, Brighton Brighton will have too much for them. Yeah. Yeah, Brighton currently sixth in the uh, Premier League standings as well. Just a couple of points off Manchester United ahead of them. Uh, the the odds have them has them have them slight favourites. Brighton five to six. You'll get a draw of thirteen to five and Villa fourteen to five. So keep an eye on that one. Unai Emery hoping for a for a second win in as many games in the league. Uh, the final game, Shane, half past four, Craven Cottage, uh, West London sees Fulham host Manchester United on Sunday evening. Another game live uh, commentary on off the ball on News Talk and on the OTB Sports app as well. 
uh, United looking to to finish strong ahead of the the the, the um the, the break for the World Cup. Fulham going very well under Marco Silva, but United will really really want to push on after losing to Villa last week. They will, yeah. I I I I didn't quite see that result coming for United. Obviously, they had been kind of in in reasonably decent form um, heading into that one, and it'll be very very disappointed with the performance. I mean, it was a, a well deserved victory for Villa. Really, it was quite quite comfortable. Really, in one sense. Um, this for me, similar to the Callum Wilson one, for me, this one is is going to hinge huge, hugely on the team news. So Mitrovic missed out last week for Fulham. Um, he he along with Pereira are the absolute fulcrum to to everything that 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 Fulham do there. You know they're able to sit back in with the other eight bodies and just leave those two to try and and, and do the damage going forward for them. Um, and if he's in the team, if he is fit to come back into the side. Um, yeah, I, I could see Fulham getting something out of this one. Definitely, at, at least a draw. If he's out. I think now all of a sudden they look a, a, a little bit toothless and I think United will 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 manage to win the game. So I think my, my prediction there is kind of based on on, on the team sheet and, and whether Mitrovic is in that side or not. Yeah, a wait and see job. And uh, it's currently 5-6 to six for United, 11-4 to four for both Fulham and 11-4 uh, to four for a draw. So uh, we'll see if, if Mitrovic is in. Does those, do those uh, odds change somewhat? That is our, uh, our look ahead to the weekend uh, fixtures on Mark Your Card Football, all in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer-exclusive free bets, boosts and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus, T's and C's apply, bet the responsible way. Shane Keegan, Cover Ambers manager, thanks a million as always. Cheers, Shane. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus, bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net.